Are y'all ready to have some fun? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Carolyn's Corner Live. The show will begin shortly. Thanks for joining us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Carolyn's Corner Live. I'm so glad you've all joined us tonight. As I am every night, I just saw a lot of you last night, and I hope to see a lot of you tonight. It's so nice to have you here on this Thursday night. The heat is on. It's getting hotter and hotter here in Beeville. I'm sure it is everywhere. So I've got another great guest tonight. I'm super excited about having this awesome guest here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Please help me welcome Mrs. Jessie Mapes. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yes, you are. How y'all doing this evening? Oh, we're doing great. And Marie says, good evening. Hi, Marie. Beautiful Marie. Hi, Marie. Yes, what a, it's so nice to have you here. Good evening, Marie. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Carolyn's Corner Live. I'm always excited when I get to do this show, and I, I love it when I get to bring you such talented people and interesting people, such as the lovely Miss Jessie Mapes. So, Jessie, um, let's just jump right into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, hon? Uh, let's see. I'm a grandma. I'm married. I live in Yorktown, Texas. And uh, I sing a lot of country and a lot of gospel. Trailhead Cowboy Church is my home church, so you can catch us there on Sundays. Um, biggest thing is I uh, was Sissy's best friend in the movie Urban Cowboy. Oh, my gosh. What a, that's exciting. So you've had some really cool. To me, that's that's a really cool thing. Not many people can say, hey, I was in a movie, you know, a long True. time ago. That That is so, so awesome. Was that one of the, besides your grandkids and your kids, because I know how important they are to us, um, was that like one of the highlights of your of your life? Hi, Brad. My husband is watching from the big screen. He's on YouTube. Hi, you can tell by the little um, insignia. It tells you where they're watching from. I think you can see that. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jesse. I interrupted. Okay, just quick, out. Hi, Marie. I hope everything's good. I hope you're feeling okay, sweetie. And we look forward to seeing you here in a few weeks. Yeah, she's a Marie great us. JD and I, whenever we play, so... Oh, that's so awesome. I know she's been sending me some wonderful names, just a lot of people recommending them for the show. And gosh, Marie, I really, really, really appreciate it. I do. I'm going to get as many of them as I possibly can. I'm, I'm contacting them as quickly as I can. Yeah. So, um, so like I was saying, was that like the highlight of your life? I mean, besides typical family, I mean, that had to have been the coolest experience. It was definitely different um, yes. to have a movie made about your life was something wild because Urban Cowboy was based on a real uh, true story. Um, Esquire magazine came down to do a story about Gilly's the largest nightclub in the world and ended up doing a story about a love triangle. My best friend, her ex-husband, me, my dad and a few of us uh, actually got to be in the Esquire article. And then uh, when they came in to to uh, interview or do auditions for the film, a couple of us got to play ourselves. And uh, I had John Travolta's blessing. He says, nobody can play Jesse, but Jesse. So I was in. That is so awesome. So Urban Cowboy was, in fact, based on a true story. And it was actually a story of your life, basically, and some other members, that uh, people that you know. That is amazing. I had no idea. So yeah, I mean, that was that was what we did. We went to work. We went to Gillies. We went home, went to sleep, went to work, went to Gillies. And <laughs> that was just what we did back in the day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that is cool. And you know what? I, I grew up in Waco, Texas, which is not that far from Gillies. And I always wanted to go check it out when I was younger. And I never went. My sister, she used to go to a lot of places in Waco, you know, back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a place called Melody Ranch in Waco. And uh, she would go to that all the time. 
but I, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think she ever made it to Gillies either. Um, it was, it was a cool place. Everybody wanted to go there, right? It was the place to be. It no, not until the movie hit. Um, okay. Before, before the movie came out, it was, it was still a very large club. That's why Esquire wanted to do it. It was the world's largest nightclub, according to Guinness. But the people that went there, it was just, unless it was a big name on Friday or Saturday nights, um, normal nights was just a core group of everybody that hung out there. We were all family, you know, so right. that was the place to go. And the thing to do was go hang out at Gillies. Absolutely. Um, now, after the club, after the movie hit, the club became popular and we started having all these buses and tourists. And a lot of us just wow. you know, gravitated away from the club because that wasn't us. It wasn't know? the same, right? It completely changed it, didn't it? It wasn't. And I really didn't start um, embracing the movie being a cult till about, I don't know, 12 years ago, 15, 15 years ago. Wow. So, you know, it was just something that I had done in my past. It was cool. My kids could talk about at, you know, show and tell, Hey, my mom was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we started doing these urban cowboy reunions and uh, a gentleman named Leon Beck, who does uh, Texas hot country magazine every month, started putting together urban cowboy reunions and bring it. And he, he got a lot of us back together. So 15 years ago, I think it was probably no closer to 16. Now um, he got us all together to do a rodeo function with Johnny Lee. And uh, after that, we just kind of started uh, being, you know, back and, and embracing this. So I'm like, you know what? I could use this. So, um, yeah. I started my, my, uh, my son, um, we've lost him five years ago, oh, um, I'm but so my son was my biggest fan. He would, you know, go sell my merchandise at shows or, you know, he'd say, Hey, my, that's my mom. You know, my mom was an urban cowboy. You know, you want to meet her? I can hook wow. you up, you know? So it was pretty cool. But, um, Very cool. yeah, he, um, uh, we lost him five years ago. PTSD and depression are, are a deadly combination. So he's one of our 22 a day veterans and, Oh my gosh, Jesse, you don't know how much we have discussed that. Um, I had a one of my co-hosts that was filling in. Well, he was helping us a lot when we first started. Um, Jerry Bradley, he has um, he is a huge supporter of veterans because he himself is a survivor of PTSD and um, TBI, and he's written books and he's helped supported military spouses and just all types of things. Um, and we talk about veterans a lot. I've written a song for veterans called Carved in Stone. So I had no idea. And I'm so sorry for your loss. I you know what? He, um, he's in a better place. He's not in pain any longer. He's not being tortured any longer. Uh, my guitar player, J.D. Puente, uh, was, is a Vietnam vet. So, you know, we got that kinship. And, you know, he and uh, the last weekend Sean was down, he and J.D. were playing guitar together. So it was oh, pretty cool. Wow. Well, I'm... I'm I know it's God. I can't even imagine that. It's so. I'm so sorry for your loss. So I want to read what um, what is the name? Diana say. Let me read this again. It's so little. I can't see. Denisha. Denisha. Thank you. I could not read it. Um, she said hello. This is so cool. Awesome to see you. You were in my favorite movie ever. Oh, Denisha. Sorry. How nice. Thank you so much for your kind comments. I'm so glad you're here with us tonight. And um, let's continue on that vein for a moment. Um. You know, um, we, we talk about the veterans a lot. I know you don't want to get into that necessarily, but I just want to say if there's any way that y'all can ever support your veterans, please do. 
because it's so, 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 so important. If and I would listen to your kids, I'm sorry. Listen to your kids. Yes. You know, just, yeah. just listen to them. They might tell you they're fine, but just read between the lines. I know. Absolutely. And even if it's not someone that's a veteran, you know, um, depression and anxiety are at an all time high. I think yeah. I mean, everyone's dealing with something. And, you know, I was just saying that, honestly, Jesse, that's so that's so sad. We have to listen and we have to reach out. In fact, I'm working on a song right now. We're working on something together. Um, hopefully it'll it'll touch a lot of people because, you know, veterans, anybody suffering with depression, that is one of our mottos is be kind to each other. We're all dealing with a, with a lot. That's it. that's it. You don't know what that person's going through. So I know. And it's amazing. Hi, what Vicky. I know there is. She is the Miss Beautiful Vicky. Hi. Let's see. Um, Dion is fine. Loves Dion. Oh, okay. Thank you, Dion. Because I was like, that's a really cool name, by the way. I've never heard that name. I don't think. I don't know. That's beautiful. I love it. Thank it you is. for being here, Dion. And thank you for being here, Miss Vicky. Miss Vicky, hopefully soon will be joining us on the show as well. I'm super excited about yeah, that. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, yes. I keep hearing great things. And I've heard some of her songs and I was like, very, very impressed. So, um, so you are a singer songwriter in addition to being an actress, which is so cool. Um, do you, um, you, you write your own songs. You've written some of your own songs. Um, yeah. What genre would you classify yourself? So I know you have traditional country and I love country. It's my favorite. Um, would you classify, cause I know you also do gospel. Would you say traditional country and gospel or. Yeah, because that's what I, I mean. I can sing just about anything. And JD and I on our shows, we do a lot of old rock. Wow. But I prefer old country. And, and that's well, that's where your roots are. That's yeah. where your roots are. So you grew up in the Dallas uh, area, Fort Worth area. Where is Gilly's at? I have no, to look it up. Gilly's in Pasadena. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that's I'm thinking. Okay. I'm so sorry. No wonder. I was like, well, that doesn't sound right. Didn't yeah. it burn down, didn't it? Yes, Gilly's. it did. Yeah, that's right. Somebody had told me that years ago. And I was like, what is what a shame. Hold on. Let me get my phone. Yes, I decided to uh, hold on just a moment. Well, what's going on here? That's okay. I can see the comments on here. So that's all right. And Mickey just passed away and we just had his memorial in Pasadena last week. So I know I saw that. That is so sad. What a loss. I mean, yeah. he was, he had lived a good life. I'm the man performed up until a week before he passed away. Oh my gosh. Now that's dedication. Yeah, now that, that was an entertainer. So wow, I think it was Marie maybe that posted a video that has it on her site of him performing, and I thought, wow, yeah, wow, wow. And he had—I um, may be wrong—didn't <laughs> he have a? Uh, was that him or his brother that has a studio in Corpus? Gilly, I think his brother. I might be wrong. No, right. it might be. It might be his son. His I son. Don't know. It Maybe. might be Mike Gilly. I don't, I'm not, I'm not aware of it. So I don't know. That's okay. Hi, Sarah. How are you, honey? Good to see you. Miss Sarah is one of our loyal um, viewers. She's here every time we do a show and I just love her. We have a lot of people that are just, I can count on them. They're always going to be here. Sarah, you know, I love you. Dennis Gilly. Dennis Gilly okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I thought so because I, um, in fact, I called them one time cause I've, I used to live in Corpus for a long time and I was going to try to do a song there and I met, no, I never did meet with him. I was going to, but it was out of my price range. But that, I thought they did. I thought so. I saw him and Johnny Lee in Smithville three weeks before he died. Wow. So he was still doing it. That's yeah, Marie was remember. always, get me an autograph. Get me an autograph. Well, she found, she got the autograph before I got to get it for her. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. She got to meet him. 
Yes, and, I'm so glad you got to meet him too, because he touched a lot of lives and changed a lot of lives with his music. He, he really was did. one of those entertainers. He and Johnny Lee both, um, and a lot of the new entertainers could learn from this because yeah. a lot of them are standoffish. Mickey and Johnny would stay till the last autograph was signed, the last picture was taken, and the last handshake was done. Wow. And it didn't matter what time it was. They stayed and made sure because they knew that the reason they were still doing what they were doing is because of their fans. And yeah. so that's why I do. If you walk up to me in a restaurant and say, Hey, weren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I was. Do you mind me doing a selfie? No, not at all. You know, yeah. and I've had that happen numerous places all over the country. So that's you know. gotta be so cool and weird at the same time. I would think it was originally it was, and that's why I didn't embrace it for so long because what you want my autograph, but now I understand. Now I get it. You know, the yeah. urban cowboy is a cult movie and yeah. I, get it now i guess i was part of history you know so um they're getting ready to do a documentary uh a friend of mine is doing a documentary called the history of dance and country music and she's say she showcased an urban cowboy um and one of one of my songs um on my album they're going to use as background music for um some of the some of the video so it's going to be perfect pretty yeah. That is perfect. How cool is that? You've got to be so excited about that. I would be. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. Oh, well, uh, Dion says, she said, call her Dion. She'd love an autograph, too. A selfie would be amazing. Oh, how sweet. Where well, do you I'm, live, Dion? I'm sorry. What part of Texas are you in, Dion? I know. I wish we could do it virtually. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so cool. How Hit me up on Facebook. You can see where I'm going to be playing and always have pictures with me. So nice, nice, nice. Oh, you live in Beeville. I didn't know that. Well, she's in the same town as I there am. You go. I live in, I, I work in Goliad. So, wow. That's so cool. So Dion, you're not very far. So um, I got news just now that my co-host is here, Paul Gallagher. Let me bring him on. Okay. You're going to love okay. him. He's hilarious. I, I've missed him. He hasn't been on the show in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, he's running a few minutes late, but he's here now. Um, he'll be joining us on Thursdays. He can't join us on Wednesdays. But here is my co-host, Mr. Paul Gallagher. Let me squeeze him in here. Here we go. <laughs> Paul, what is up with <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, doing great. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad we can see you and hear you. We've had... Uh I just drove three hours to get here. Me too. Oh, I drove an hour. Oh my god, an hour. See, we're all running behind today, pretty much. We all had somewhere to go, but that's okay. I'm just so glad we're all here and we're all safe. Take a breath, Paul. You get <laughs> Paul right here in the middle. Is Have a drink. Yes, yes. It's this is Mapes right here in the middle, hun. In case you were wondering, what do you got, Gatorade? I got my my uh, tea. She was uh she was just talking about the movie and um and we were I, talking about I didn't realize that Dion is in Beeville. That's pretty cool. So it, you need to look her up, Dion, for sure. Yeah, I just uh, heard hey, Dion. If you want to go to Goliad, come by uh where I work, you know, cheap plug Aztec Ford, and uh, I always have pictures in the car with me. So did you hear that? that there you go. Check that out. That's pretty cool. That so we can see you in Goliad? Yes, yeah, you can go see her in Goliad at Aztec Ford and get an autograph picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want an autograph. 
<laughs> if you if you go, give me one too, Paul. Okay, so yours I can put it the on mail. the Wall of Fame. Carolyn, <laughs> yes, yours is, yours is in the mail. I got mailed on uh, Tuesday. Oh, thank you so much. I saw so you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. So Dion says, oh, oh my God, I'm nervous already. Why are you nervous? Look, she's so nice. I'm just a person. I know. And, and that's what's so fan. weird. When, when, when people come across like famous people or in movies, everyone gets all, oh, oh my God. It's, yeah. It's, and I, uh, I, it's awesome. It's awesome to meet people like that because especially if you have ex if experience in the movie industry, yes. you know, you, you can answer a lot of questions. You know, it's. Yeah. I'm sure you, you know get what? asked a lot of questions regarding the movie, right? I get asked, how was John? So that was, that's, that's pretty much it, isn't it? That's but it's funny that you say that because my husband and I um, used to live in a little town called McMahon and we would go to a B&B uh, for dinner and we met some people there one night and uh, my husband had walked off to the restroom and the owner sat there and had explained to these people who I was. And so um, King walks over to me no, I'm sorry. John walks over to me and we're talking and his partner comes up and gets introduced. And King's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that movie. I love that movie. And so my husband comes walking out of the bathroom. And uh, this is when we right after we'd gotten married. So, it, you know, we weren't together that long. And he walks yeah. up and King looks at him. And I've just met these guys. Right. King <laughs> looks at him and says, who are you? He says, he says, well, I'm her husband. He says, well, you need to go away. You're a nobody. She's a somebody. And it was just, it was hilarious. Oh. After that, we became great friends. They came out to my 50th birthday party. You know, it's just, it was cool. So that is so it's cool. Just, it it was You're like, I can't believe I'm nobody. I just, I happen to be at the right place at the right time, you know, so. Yeah, but you are somebody, all of us are somebody, but I, I think that is so cool. Very few people in this and life can say that. I was in a movie, right, Dion? Hi, Melba. Good to see you. So, uh, Paul, we were just a little bit discussing. We got some great songs from Miss Jessie. We were getting ready to get awesome. into it. She writes um, gospel songs and traditional country. She also sings with her church. Um, you know what? I think, where is that church at again? In Goliad, right? It is in Goliad, um, right there on 183 and Midway Road. Trailhead Cowboy Church. You know what? I think I've been to that church because a long, several years ago, somebody invited me over there um, because of my um, my songs. And I came in there and sang them for the preacher at that time. I'm pretty sure because I was like, oh, my goodness, that's a long drive. But I was I was excited to go. Well, uh, actually, exactly. it's not that far. My key, our keyboard player, Trey Parks, is from Beeville. Oh, wow. So it's 30 miles. Yeah, it's not that bad. I know. I'm pretty sure it was. I know it was Goliath. Because I remember telling my husband, I hope I don't get lost. He's like, you can't get lost. It's not that long. Well, in yeah, this day and age, it only costs you $100 to get there. So. Yeah, now. Now, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> wow, Dion. Um, Dion said exactly she's somebody to me. Yes, I oh, know. What thank you. Mean. You're sweet. I, yes, I sure do know what you mean. So um, I want to get to your first song. Paul, do you have anything you want to ask? We have plenty of time. you have anything you want to ask before no, we start? I, I want to hear this song. It just, I, I just got in here. I still need to get relaxed a little no. bit. You know, I know kinda... attention to the man in the mirror. I know. I was like, is that a, or do you have a ghost in your house? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my husband. Well, hello, husband. Hello. Oh, he's like, I want to be somebody too. I know. I was just <laughs> thinking about the nobody comment. Oh, it's yeah, just no. nobody. Poor There's man. There. Poor man. Yeah. Feel so bad for him. No, he's, he's actually he's wonderful. He drives Miss Daisy everywhere. I mean, we've gone 
from California <laughs> to, to Tennessee for me to sing and, and do shows. Wow. So, yeah. You know, isn't that the best thing when your spouses really support you? That's how my husband is. And that's how Paul's husband is. You have that level my, of my husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, sorry. You uh, left the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. So sorry. And, you are so you know, funny. I'm always making a mistake. Does Do she what does the other man? Oh, what she, is oh, I just got it in the mail, I guess. Thank you. Oh. Literally just God, now. Yeah, that what was fast. That was fast. Oh. oh, look, your CD. Whoops. Your CD. I didn't realize that was a cover of your CD. Yes. I thought it was just a beautiful picture. No, that's actually at our house a couple of years ago when it snowed. That is so cool. And there's no picture in there, by the way, just letting you know. No, the, you've got a pick. You've got um, another package coming. Oh, you are so awesome! You didn't have to do that. Thank you so much. That is so so nice. So you know, uh, we, don't, we don't do albums anymore to make money. Yeah, we do it to do it. Well, we talk about that almost every week, don't we, Paul? How now CDs? A lot of people don't even do CDs at all, and that's a shame because I like having a CD, even though I only have a CD player in my car. But uh, it's you. nice to have something to hold on to, you know. Yeah everything's digital now there's no yeah. such thing as cds i mean you can, yeah. when you buy a laptop you don't even get a cd player you have I know, to my new everything's digital. doesn't even have a cd player it's my, crazy. Car, my car doesn't have a cd player my last two have haven't actually yeah. my husband's truck wow. still does but yeah our car know, does I'm surprised. to fill up the truck so we don't go anywhere in the truck <laughs> i understand unless you're a billionaire you're like we can't afford the gas in that one true that so, the first song and um we have let me see one two three four five songs um, I think that's right. Five or six. I lost count. Um, the first one, we just kind of put them in random order. So the first song, I thought we would start with one of your gospel songs. Okay. Um, Miss Jessie. I don't know why I call you Miss Jessie. I just, I just feel like it's kind of like, Hey, it's cool. Miss Jessie. Right. Paul, what do you think? Miss Jessie? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I saw, I saw the face that she just made. No. She no. didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> okay <Jessie. laughs> Sorry about that. I have a bad habit of doing that. I've been lately. Oh. I'll call people like, you know, Miss Melba. And I'm like, I don't know why I started. It's just out of the blue. So the first song I'm going to play for everyone, and it's a little, just a little video with a picture of you, a great picture, by the way, oh, is you. called Glorify My Lord. Are y'all ready to play this, ladies and gentlemen? I know you're ready to hear it. Are y'all ready for me to play it? Glorify My Lord by Miss Miss Jesse Mapes. Here we go. This is just Jesse Mapes. Just Jesse Mapes. Don't let me do that again, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. Oh, that oh, that is so sweet. Vicky seems like such a sweet person. Oh, she is a sweetheart. Yeah, She's all so of you are just so great. So it, it almost looks like you got a trio. Speaking of trio, it seems like it's Vicky, Marie, and yourself. Seem like y'all are pretty close. I may be yes. wrong. I think y'all are all friends. I think that's wonderful. I really do. So let's play this. Glorify my Lord. And this one, I'm going to put us in the waiting room to get the full screen, okay? So, Paul, I'm sorry, but I'm starting with you. See you in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to go myself, too. For thy honor and thy glory, you're the author of my story. Oh, how I glorify you, Lord. I've opened up my heart to thee. You purified my soul for me. Oh.
y'all back on the screen. Wow, Jesse, that was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I love that. Your voice is very beautiful. So Maurice said, Jesse, tell us when you are playing at the Cracked Crab. Um, I think July 16th. Let me look real quick. The Cracked yes, Crab. Yes, July 16th. Fannin, Texas. Where at? Fannin, Texas. The Fannin, Texas. Oh, okay. Fannin. Yes. I love I, I love going to Fannin. Yeah, July yeah, 8th, nice. yeah. Sugarland Opry. There, I was trying to send some hearts during your song, and my heart thing was stuck, and now it's working. Like, what? Can, how and, is and that? Is that going to be? I'm sorry, I was in La La Land. What? Oh. What? What day is that going to be? Oh, uh, July the 16th. July the 16th. Okay, the mark 16th. it on your calendar, Carolyn, because I think we can make a trip over there. Hey, yeah, what is that? What day Josh is that on? Some, my friend Josh, he's amazing. He's got the best food. Really great atmosphere. So the crack crab and fanon. Yes. July sixteenth is a ah. What time? We usually start around seven. Well, I can make it. Carolyn can't. So uh, why can't Carolyn make? Because it? I have. We do a karaoke show every uh, Saturday at our VFW for the veterans and everyone. I but need to come out there. You need to send me a reminder so I can come out there one night. Yes, absolutely. I, I <laughs> oh my God, people would be freaking out if you did. That would be so wonderful. And you know, then, it's funny is that probably no one would really under <clears throat> no one really know who she was until you finally say on the microphone who she is. Then yeah, everyone's gonna be like freaking out. Um, where'd she go? Where'd she go? So, where'd she go? so my 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 I have a question. What came first, the music or the movies? The, I've sang my whole life, um, professionally not. I mean, I, I used to sing at Gillies all the time. I sang at the Winchester club. Um, uh, you know, I was singing when Roy head was singing and, and, and people like that, but, uh, it wasn't something I, I was thinking about being a singer or doing. So the movie came first, obviously, cause that was in 79. Um, singing, I just really got, heavy into singing in the past 15 years yeah wow so. that's a lot of that's what you know that i just recently got into uh music writing and it was just only the last two months <laughs> and playing a guitar. so yeah, i mean he was an author he's written books and then he decided to try his hand at writing um, songs and playing guitar he just started out of the blue and he's just surpassing all expectations he's doing such a great job i'll uh, be on the guitar part because i tried to learn and i can't and yeah, it's um, it's a little I'm tricky. I'm still not. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know what I'm supposed to do. My feet, my arthritic fingers just won't do it. So right. yeah. I understand that. Yeah, for sure. So, so the movies, did the movies push you into the singing? Because after you, because I think John Travolta, he actually sang too, right? Um, yeah, he does. Um, but no, the movies didn't, the movie didn't push me into singing. No. The, um, I've always, like I said, I've always said, yeah. uh, and then we started doing musicians reunions um, about 17 years ago. And I would get up and sing at the musicians reunions and just, it's kind of snowballed from there. Uh, JD and I have been playing, JD Puentes uh, and I do a two to three hour song swap when we do our shows. Oh, that's nice. Guitar, I sit there and try to sing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but no we have a good time we play all around victoria goliad um you know uh quero 
we've been as far as like Jackson. I, I do a lot of the Opry's, uh, Sugarland, Alvin. I'll be in Alvin in August, Sugarland in July, uh, Buckshot, Jamboree in Houston in August, the Cop Church in August, which is in Pasadena. And uh, wow. no, it's not, it's not a church made up of cops. It's a cathedral of praise, but the Pasadena <laughs> Cops, so they call it the Cop Church. Wow. What's going to do when they come for you, Baptist? Yes, exactly. So like Sean says, Roy Head saw that dude here at the Topa in Texas Pops. Rodeo. Pops. Pops in Texas Rodeo. Oh, God, I can't see anymore. I'm so sorry. In, oh, that is an ass. In Texas Rodeo in, I guess that's Smithville. Do what, hun? Jollyville, maybe? This is Jayville. Yeah. Jollyville. Maybe Jollyville. Jollyville. I don't know. What does Jayville stand for? Sean. Jollyville. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Melba says Urban Cowboy was an awesome movie and Gillies was a nice place. So Melba, you got to get, you got to go there, huh? I know I never got to make it over there. And I, we always said we were going to, but back then I was actually too young. Because that's uh, where, that's where uh, Sean lives, Jacksonville, right? Yeah. I had a feeling it was Jacksonville because, you know, he's on here and he's from Jacksonville. Yeah, and and I happened to visit Jacksonville a little while back. He did. Paul went and checked it ago. out because um, tell him why, Paul. I I had to go listen to to Sean because he came on our show, so we had I had to drive. I think it was like a six and a half hour drive. Yeah, it was a pretty and good drive. We, for me. Yeah, he actually we 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 co wrote a song together, and he was singing it, so I went over there to, to watch. Yeah, where is, where is Jacksonville? Uh, East Texas, Northeast Texas. Okay. Uh, it's uh west of Dallas. No, east, really east cool. of Dallas. I said, yeah, it's east of Dallas. Okay. That is really cool. I oh, like to make sure we get all these comments. So let me see. I got, um, uh, Marie says, thank you, Vicky. And then down, oh, and Sean says Jacksonville. Yeah. So, um, Jesse, are you ready to play your next song? Paul, do you have anything yeah. you want to add before we do? Uh, let's see. All right, let's see. Ask the question, ask that question. Oh, good to go. I'm awesome. sure I'm going to have, I know I'm going to have more questions. I know. Ask you the way. If I don't know the answer, I'll fake it. Yeah, that's what I do with everything. Hey. <laughs> so the next song so I So basically like, you were an actor, so I guess you you know, you have that in you. Everything. Guess, right? Okay, so no, I'm not an actress. So every line that I said in the movie was ad-libbed. They didn't make you write a uh, follow a script. They huh? they gave me a script. I'm like, "Do you really <laughs> expect me to remember this?" Wow. So I'm like, so everything was ad-libbed and so yeah, a little bit farther on, I'll tell you what all I got accomplished during the movie because I was like an instigator. I bet you were. You see, yeah, you just, awesome. You see that, and, and and for a director to allow you to ad lib to do that is amazing because you have some of these anal retentive directors that are like, <laughs> no, you are gonna say what I wrote, and that's all there is to it. Jim right, Bridges right. was amazing. So no, it, wow. Yeah, uh, I was I was pregnant through half the movie. So, oh, wow. so you got well, away maybe with a little more. Hi, Dion. Or D there you are. You're back. That's yeah, Diane. Sorry. One of the scenes um, where we're talking about, I rode the bull. Am I sore? You know, we're sitting in the restaurant. Deborah's asking me about having ridden the bull that day. Am I sore? And I said, Hell yes, I'm sore. It's because the night before I'd had my son. Oh, so, really? Yeah, the so things you do for entertainment purposes. <laughs> So you had your son and then went back and the next day, the next yes, Jim Bridges actually hired a nanny and my son and the nanny were in his motor home while I was on set. So, Oh my God. Now oh that's dedication. Lord. Yes. 
God, the very next day. That's yes. insane. That's that's insane. what you call getting a paycheck. Yeah, and earning paycheck too. By the way, uh -oh. yeah, I, it would have to be. I'm sure it was. I cannot even imagine. Oh my gosh. Well, this next song we have in here, I like the title. Um, it's called "Even My Guitar." And I listened to some of it. Paul knows, everybody knows that's been watching the show, that I don't normally listen to all of the lyrics because I like to be just as surprised as our viewers are. Let me get that off. And I haven't listened to any of it, so. I know, because I haven't even seen Paul. He's been so busy, busy, busy. I'm trying to take those, those, um, hold on. Where am I hearing guitar from, Paul? I don't know. Where is it? Uh, mine's in the corner. Is that you, Paul? <laughs> I was like, okay, I must be here. I'm trying to get this off. <laughs> um, I was hiding it. I was. There it is. I, I know. I was like, where's that? Am I hearing things over here? <laughs> so uh, let's play this one now that you've got your guitar ready, Paul. Are you ready for this? I, I'm ready. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse Mapes with Even My Guitar. I really like what I heard so far. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. And we don't have to be put in the waiting room now. I'm doing it another way. We're just going back and forth. We're going to get exercise tonight. <laughs> Here we go.
Wow, Jesse, I really like that song a lot. I really yeah. do. I didn't even get a chance to ask you. Tell us about um, what inspired you to write that song. I always like to ask our songwriters. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> but you know, is, there any, is there any backstory to that song? Let's just put it that way. No, I woke up in the middle of the night and I must have been dreaming or something because I'm like, oh, that's a good tagline for a song. And I got up and wrote it down. And the next day I got up and wrote the song. Awesome. See, that's why you agree. And you're like, you did. That's pretty yeah. quick. Came to you in the middle of the night. That and I'm, I, and I'm laughing. I'm over here with a big grin on my face because it's like Carolyn always, it's like whenever I, I start writing a song, oh, I woke up and I, I heard the song in my head. I do. Yeah. I, it down. I do. A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird. I literally have done that where it literally sounds like there's a radio playing and I'm like, that uh, there's no radio. I, it sounds weird, but I do. I always say, well, God sent it to me for some reason. So, so like, Jamie is here. Real Go quick, ahead. Because the audio on on my end is really horrible on the song. Oh, it, no, I mean, not on this end. Skipping. It sounds really good on my end, too. Does anybody else have an issues hearing it? It nah. sounded crystal clear. Because I, mean, I know what it sounds like, so it doesn't matter if I hear it. So Right. It just, it was skipping. No, it's, it sounded good it on that. Oh, so. wow. I don't know why. Anybody else have any issues hearing it? Mm. It sounded perfect here, too. Um, right. Jamie said, love the movie. I lived on Mustang Island, and now I'm in Oklahoma. Love your music. God bless from Oklahoma. Oh, cowgirl. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, Sean said, even my guitar will tell you to kiss my blah, 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 blah. Okay, uh -huh. so real quick that. story. Sean, um, that's not how that Thank line you, went. And we went into the studio to do the final recording on it. And after all the tracks had been laid and I kind of threw that in at the final minute and I could see through the glass, my husband and the engineer just cracking up because they had no <laughs> clue it was coming. And they were yeah. like, you want to leave that in there? And I'm like, oh, what? Hey, yeah. Yeah. It, it just made it even more impactful. I mean, and, and Leslie came in so perfect with the fiddle right there at the end and yeah. it just covered it up, but you knew what it was. So <laughs> I love it. I thought that was really good. So um, everybody's saying that it sounds good from where they are. My husband's in the other room. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. That's what happened last night because I was, feel, I was doing the show for my daughters and on my end, the video was breaking up and skipping, but it wasn't doing it with anybody else. I'm like, that's weird. It's just something at your, that's some interference or something. Thank goodness. So Sean says, there you go. Nice, 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 nice. So um, Paul, anything you want to ask about that song or add about that song before we go to the next one? No, it's it. When did you write that song? Last that's year. A question. No, oh, last year. No, year before. A year before. Wow, it so it has that. And you can tell that you've stuck with classical country because yes. it sounds so, uh, I don't want to say old, but it's like old school type yeah. country dealing with, uh, man, I can't even remember some the of the real country. Patsy, Patsy Klein. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's that, you have that voice and that That's voice sounds. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Carolyn wanted to do just original songs, but if you listen to my CD and you can download it on Apple and iTunes, it's called Lonely. Um, my, uh, my friend Animal Turner and if anybody's ever paid attention to Hank Williams Jr. and the Bama Band, Wayne Animal Turner played guitar for Hank for over 20 years. He played; he was his lead guitar player. Um, anyway, Wayne and I do a, a um, unplugged version of Crazy. Oh. Just my vocals and his guitar on the CD. Crazy. 
And if you've got the CD, so if you wanted to throw that in there, I don't know if you, Carolyn, if you can. I wish I could. Believe me, I would. But this computer does. I would take one of those songs out of the rotation and throw the crazy in because it's just beautiful what Wayne did with that song. Well, um, it's on your CD, so it's online yes. too. Is it on YouTube or anywhere else? YouTube or it's Facebook? iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, um, and Apple, I think. I don't think I can download it from any of those, not directly. The only one I'm allowed, I'm able to do is Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. And I don't have a CD player in my computer. Otherwise, I would definitely do it. Gosh, I wish I would have thought about it. Or we would have talked about it before. I'm so sorry, Jesse, because I would okay. love to hear it. Oh, I, mean, I would love to hear it. If I get, if we uh, come to the studio, we can run through that. Cause yeah, absolutely. Yes. I, I would like that. guitar and that's it. And it's, it, it's just amazing what he did with that song. Yes. And um, that, that brings me to the other subject. If you are available, when you are available, we would love to have you come on the radio show and play live. That would be so cool. I'll buy JD dinner and he'll go with me. Yeah, there you go. That would be so awesome, wouldn't it? It'd be so neat. I like what Sean put because Sean is a singer-songwriter. He's playing all over East Texas. I guess it's East Texas, right, Paul? Um, yeah. He said, ain't no, ain't nobody likes traditional country, LOL, because that's what Sean <laughs> plays, traditional country. Yeah, okay. I know he's being sarcastic because he loves country. That's uh, Sean has this deep, rich country voice. Boy, it is powerful. We love listening to him. I know, Sean, right? Everybody knows that our, our heart and souls are our country for sure. Um, so the next song we have is called Lonely. You want to tell us a little bit about that song, Jesse? Um, I wrote that song when I was 20 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, and just sat down one day and decided to write, you know, a couple of songs. Cheating Heart um, is another one that I wrote when I was 20. Um, and just, they've been there. They've been, you know, I've, I've literally got a book that has the original handwritten songs. Um, you know, I've still got them and back up, uh, I, a couple of years ago on my bucket list, I wrote, I want to do an album, you know, I want to do it for me. And, uh, it wasn't for anybody else. It wasn't to try and become this country music star because you know that's a pipe dream for anybody anymore unless you know somebody and you've got major bucks it's not going to happen and thank thank god for carolyn and uh you know uh there's a there's a station out in um el paso lachlan green that does nothing but indie music and you know that's awesome thank god for wow that support indie artists because without you we couldn't get out there and do what we do you know so but i did it i did it for me i just did it as a bucket list thing and it's one thing i get to scratch off and oh man that is Uh, so awesome that is so awesome when when my son died um i was gonna quit singing i was done i wasn't he was my biggest fan he was a huge supporter i'm like i'm done i don't want anything to do with it and um few months after he had died, we were walking around. Goliad does a market days. And yes. we were walking around market days and we heard music playing. And my husband's like, you should go see if you can sing with him. I'm like, eh, I don't want to sing. You know, I'm just, I was in a dark spot, a really dark place. 
Of course. You know, and he's like, mm, you know, so we walked around again. He says, why don't you go sing with him? I'm like, I don't want to sing. Just, you know, leave you alone. Third time around, all I can say is Sean pushed me. You yeah. know, um, Sean and my God pushed me because I walked up and I said, hey, guys, do y'all let people sit in? Yeah. What do you want to do? I'm like, you know, House of the Rising Sun. Oh, yeah. You want to play it? Yeah. What key do you do it in? Hey. Eh? So they start playing House of the Rising Sun and I start singing Amazing Grace. Wow. They looked at me and said, can you come to church on Sunday? I had no clue they were a gospel band. None. There was no messaging, no anything. Mm, God, you just gave me goosebumps, Jesse. <laughs> I said, I can't, I can't come next weekend. You know, we were already going to Austin to see the grandkids, what have you. I said, but we'll try and come the next weekend after that. So I went to the weekend after that, they called me up to sing. I sang that and I got through and they said, band practices Wednesday nights, be here. And I've been there for five years. <laughs> wow. But so, so they, that, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Now, after that, I, um, something clicked in my head and I'm sitting there and I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge Miranda Lambert fan. Um, and she, I used to do, I, I still, I did a song called I Feel a Sin Coming On. Yes, and that's I think a good to song. myself, you know, that is such a really cool song. It's a great vocal song. Yes. But I can't sing in a church. No. Yeah. So I sat down and I'm like, da, 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 I'm starting writing. You know, da, 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 da. I made it a gospel song. Nice. And wow. It's called I Feel a Prayer. Oh, and I feel a prayer coming on. I feel a prayer. A friend of mine knows Miranda and she sent it to her. And Miranda's like, Oh, that's cool. You can do it in church. Now, did she give me permission to record it? No. (laughs) Does she like the song? Yes. Can I sing it whenever I want to? Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. But no, it, it, it it works. Um, But then I'm like, okay, well, if I can do that, well then I, I rewrote ring of fire. Yes, song now, and I rewrote "Let It Be," and I'm thinking to myself, you know, if I can do that, why can't I do this? So I sat down, and that's how "Glorify My Lord" came out. And then I wrote "A uh, Little Country, A Lot of God," and then then oh my even did my guitar, and yeah, just I've got a couple that I'm still working on. I'm kind of like, you know, I just I don't consider myself a songwriter. I just something I happen to do. And it would be you fun. Just kind of, you just kind of fell into it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I read somewhere that if, um, and I don't know if that would be, it wouldn't be classified as a parody. It's completely changed. But I I heard that like Weird Al Yankovic's, Yankovic, for example, yes. you know how he makes, um, I read somewhere that anyone can write a parody and they do not have to get approval to do that. Really? Yeah. It said you don't have to get the permission. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You're using the exact same music, but that's what it said. And I'm like, I really, but I, I mean, I've never written a parody, but I thought, I would like to research. What do you mean you've never written a parody? Like a parody from, well, I guess I do all the time, but I've never written it like and tried to record it, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I I mess around all the time and make up songs all the time. I used to, Um, but but I I heard that somewhere. I read it somewhere when I was, you know, researching stuff. And I was like, really? They said, yeah, he's never had to get permission to get to record any of those. And I thought, well, that doesn't make sense because I had to go through to do crazy and, um, and uh, empty glass. I had to go in and get, you know, permission and I had to pay to do those. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. It was probably just the wrong information. Yeah. I want to read what Sean's uh, actually Maria asked Sean. Uh, does Sean plan on coming to Victoria anytime soon? I would love to hear him say him, hear him. Um, oh, he's answering her. Good. I'm sorry. It took me so long. Um, it's about five and a half hours away, but hopefully I will be able to book something down that way before too long. Thank you for asking. Yes. And Marie, he does have a great, he's got a great voice and some wonderful songs. Yeah, he, he, he does put a good, a good show. Yes, um, I haven't been to his live show. Excuse me. I have to sneeze. I'm sorry. He and his wife, Linda, write all their songs. Okay. Got, got a quick question. Sorry. Now, well, actually, I want to I want to do a quick clarification for everybody who did not hear what she said. Oh. And I want to make sure I heard what I thought I heard you said. What's that? House of the Rising Sun music, and you sang Amazing Grace lyrics to it. Excellent yes. point. Yeah. I would love to hear that. Was it it just because you felt you felt the um, anointing at that moment, didn't you? I mean, or whatever. Oh, yeah. You were going through so much, too. Well, no, but there's actually a band out there that has done that. Um, I do it differently. Uh, we kind of, we end up and it, you think the song's over with, and then I turn around and look at my drummer. And I'm like, one, two, three, four. And then my drummer rocks it out. We rock out the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, um, actually I can do it to peaceful, easy feeling too. I guess so. Cause huh. it's a similar and, and melody. Vicky, isn't heard it? Me, Vicky, Vicky heard me and JD doing, doing it. And, uh, so Vicky does it as well. Wow, that is such a cool idea. That is a neat idea. I would love to hear that. I'm definitely going to try to make it a point to come and see um, see you live as often as when I can. Um, Sean said it's been done a lot, but it is very cool. Yeah, that's really really cool. I heard it, and she does it beautifully. That's what Marie said. Um, I'm just so, Sean, to- how far are you from uh, Denison, Texas? He's. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you know, Who could do it? Who? Could do it faster. Probably Paul's really quick on the computer. Maybe you are too, Sean. I don't. I don't want to touch my computer because I'm scared I'll screw something up. Me too. Me too. Me too, Jesse. Because if there's, I the other day I joked. I said I had the clickies because I kept accidentally. He said about three hours, so he's still a ways away. Okay. Well, I'll be in Denison at Jake's place on the October the eighth. Hey, that's my birthday. That would be a good birthday present. My birthday's October seventh. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, Sean beat me to it. He as did. soon as he said it, I had it up. Two hours and 56 minutes. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Y'all almost got it together. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's a drive for us, but we go up. They do an Urban Cowboy. Um, Barry Reed is a friend of mine, and we do an Urban Cowboy thing um, once or twice a year. Oh, wow. Well, let's see what Vicky said. She said... JD and I will be doing it on July 31st at St. Andrew's Lutheran Church at 10 a.m. So are y'all, this is, is this the same JD? Didn't you say JD too, Jesse, or yeah. no? Same JD. And JD yes. is the guitar player? Yes, he is. And oh, he's amazing. Okay. And he's got a beautiful voice. JD, what? I know somebody named JD that plays guitar. I'm sure it's not the same one. Does he ever play in Corpus? He's from Corpus. Does he? That'd be really weird. JD. Last name's Puentes. Okay, no. But that I do know that name, I think. I honestly do know that name. I think I've definitely heard of him. He lives in Wiesatch now with Vicky. So. Well, not with Vicky, but. Yeah, Wiesatch. Wow, I don't even know where that is. So, Jesse, um, I'm sorry. He's also blessed to be playing most every weekend. Yeah, he sounds awesome. Wow, that's cool. That is cool. We should have him on the show too. Y'all need to let, did you already send me his information? Yeah. Maria's no, been great. Uh, when, we, so when we do the radio, 
Yeah, I'll get to meet him and he'll be singing. Yeah. That'll be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You told me about JD. Yes, there's so many people, honestly, that Maria sent my way, which is great. Just wonderful. I'm so excited. And I wanted to make it so bad on Tuesday to the um to the Opry thing in Victoria. And Paul, we, I was gonna get you to go with me, but I there was no way because I had the the live feed and the I had to go to Corpus to babysit. So I want to yeah, go. Yeah, and back. I and I just got back from vacation. Yeah. I was trying to get caught up on work and hoy. Yeah. So are y'all having it, Marie? Y'all have it again. Um, it's the second Tuesday of the month, I think, right? Second Tuesday of the month. Crossroads Country Opera. Yeah, I want to go check that out for sure. I want to be able to meet all those great people and hear them sing. Hopefully next time we can go. Paul, oh, yeah. we need to see if we all can the, go. All the guys on the band are, are amazing. So Yeah, I'd like yeah, to. Yeah, because what, what I would like to do is, it, and, and I've actually, and now the gas price is going up. I don't know if I can do it as much, but I wanted to start visiting people who've actually been on the show because I, I say I went and saw, saw Sean in Jacksonville. Yes. If you're in Goliad. That's a, that's a hop, skip and a jump. That's, a, that's, that's, that's an that's easy, easy one. Yeah. For real. Um, you know, and, and because I, I enjoy, and my wife does too, actually. Um, we enjoy going to see artists sing. I mean, we, yes. we just, we enjoy it. Um, and it gives us ideas too. I mean, my wife wrote a, a country song. Actually, I don't know if it's a country song, but she wrote a song after uh, visiting with them, uh, Sean. On the way home, she grabs yeah. her phone and starts. I'm like, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm writing a song." I'm like, what? Out of nowhere. That's great. So, Paul, speaking of that, we have two artists that have shows in Corpus tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes, the East and the Crow Band have a show, and Bo Walker has a show. Both of them have a show. Really? So I'm like, mm, if we can Where go, else? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out a way to go. Where? Two different places. One is at um, Doctor Rockets. The, the blues bar and then the other one is at um what is that big place over by waterburger field i can't recall we'll talk yeah. about it later yeah well, well this this is the uh carolyn's bus that she wants to make so we can grab yeah. everyone to go to shows no so i really want to do that i think yeah. it'd be so cool jesse is an awesome and really talented person with a heart of gold i yeah i can see that vicky thank you vicky i love oh, you I, what a sweet lady right i can just tell i knew all of you were just great people just by you know, you can just tell, you just know. So um, speaking of that, let's get to your next song. So the next song is called, let me just try to get this right. Lonely. Um, you is My this husband's a, favorite song on the CD other than Empty Glass. And he's a huge Gary Stewart fan. Oh, yes. I, I love did. that song. That's why I did Empty Glass was for him. But yeah, right. as far as what I've written, Lonely is his favorite song. Nice. And that is the title of your CD, Lonely. I noticed yes. when I looked at it a minute ago, which is really, really cool. So let's let's get to that song. Let me see what else I'm missing. Marie said David Waters is in the CCO band, and he just retired from Billy Mata and the Texas Tradition Band. Mata. Mata, sorry. Mata. sorry. David is a killer guitar player. Oh, my gosh. We need more of that in our lives, don't we, Paul? Yes. <laughs> I want to go meet him. I want to go for sure. I'm planning on going next time. And, you know, because I'll make sure I don't have anything planned because I want to go check it out and get to meet all of you guys in person. Do you go often to that as well, Jesse? Um, I've done four this year. Wow. With uh, the Crossroads Opry. That is so cool. That would be so cool to do that. So uh, let's play this this next song. This is called Lonely. Y'all ready, ladies and gentlemen? I know you are. I know you are. You ready, Paul? Let's get her done. All right. Get her done. Here we go. It's Jesse Mapes with Lonely. Here we go. I was running the streets 
and carrying on. You are so patient, never said a word. You hid all the tears and buried your hurt. That was a beautiful song. I didn't know it was. And, and I'm cool. here. I'm oh. just not on the camera right now. Okay, no problem. That's where the little thing is like talking. The little. I know. Yeah. That is a really beautiful song. Um, so I see Vicky said JD and I will be doing it on July 31st at the Saint. Oh, I read that already. I'm so sorry. Let me make sure I don't skip anybody. I always like to read the. Uh, David played on some of my songs, so y'all are referring to David Waters. David Waters. Yeah. Okay, and then. And Maurice said he just got inducted into a Hall of Fame, but I can't remember which one. Wow, that's cool. We had a guy on last night that was as well, Bo Walker. He's in um, Kingsville. He was inducted. But that was in, not abducted, inducted. Uh, that was in 2016 when he got inducted into the Texas, some one of the Texas Hall of Fames. That's so cool. 
Man, that is so cool. Um, I don't know what happened to Paul. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. We're, I'm discussing stuff with my wife. Oh, okay. No problem. So um, the Lonely Song, you wrote that. How long ago did you write that one, hon? Two years ago. Just two years oh, ago? Wait, no, Lonely I wrote 20 years ago. Sorry. Wow. 20, so, no, I was 20. You got to forgive me. I'm old. Hey, I, I know. I understand. I can't remember anything. Barely. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even know what year this is. Um, Jamie says, well, Carolyn said, God brings you people. I, I too lost my husband and son still working with Jerry on that. Thank you for sharing it. Touched my heart. Oh, Jamie, you're so welcome. Yeah. Jamie. Um, um, I believe she's been, Jerry's been helping her a lot. Jerry Bradley that I mentioned earlier when we first started, um, he really helps a lot of people with P that have been suffering with PTSD or have lost loved ones. And he's just a great guy. He wrote a book of poems called, make sure I've got it right, One Step Forward and Two Step Back, Two Steps Back. Jamie, what is the name of the organization? Um, my mind, of course, is blank that he was heavily involved in. It was, it was a, uh, it's an organization to help survivors. And I believe it includes parents. Oh, I know it's so amazing, isn't it, Jamie? I agree with you. God just keeps bringing me people that just, and it, it's so cool. Like last night we had, um, I just thought it was one of those little coincident, coincidences. Um, I had a guy from Corpus that is going to be on the show very soon. And he just happened to be scrolling through Facebook and saw our show. And so he's been watching almost every night. I don't see him on here right now. But um, I had no idea that he was a huge fan of Bo Walker and he had no idea that Bo Walker was going to be on the show. And he said, Oh my God, what are the odds of that? He used to listen to him on the radio back in, you know, back in the day. And I thought that is so cool. And he literally just started watching the show like two shows before, you know what I mean? So I think it's so cool. And uh, Jamie, I wish you the best. Um, I hope that that is helping you. Thank you for sharing it. Touch my heart. Yes. Jerry is a great guy and he really, really is helpful. Did you get one of his um, books yet, Jamie? I've seen so many people on here. I I'm trying to remember. I'm like, okay, Jamie, that's right. I remember now I have so many, I mean, not that I'm, I'm, my memory is so bad, Jesse. It really, really is. So I see. Oh, yes. We thought something happened to you. <laughs> no, my, my wife kidnapped me just for a little bit. She's we're discussing on a bunch of stuff. So it was no, like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just like, Hey, well, she's, talking about going to somewhere in Corpus like a, with her sister. So we're trying to figure out, you know, do I trust her nice. not to run her mouth? <laughs> nice. Yeah. What was that, Jesse? That wasn't nice. No, no. No, she, <laughs> no you, if you knew awesome. my wife. No, if you knew we're my always wife. always giving each other a hard time. She, oh, yeah. We, we, we pick on each other that constantly. That's, that's our love that we have for if each you, other. We if you were to spend much time with myself and my husband, you'd think we were fighting all the time. And, and we're not. That's and, how and, Paul and, and Crystal yep, are a lot of times. Every time. Y'all okay? I'm like, yeah, we're fine. Well, I was like, y'all are fighting. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> this is just us. <laughs> wow well david waters it sounds like another great and you may have i may have him on that list you gave me um i'm gonna have to start passing out some of the names and get uh, paul to share some of these because it's a lot i want to contact everybody but i don't want to get too many because then i don't want to promise that they can come on right away if they have to wait you know what i mean so I'm trying to spread them out and not lose anybody's name. My husband said, you're going to have to figure out another way to keep track of this. And I said, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, Wait, I'm an you idiot. A phone. You can, you, you can pop everything in a phone. 
It's... Yeah, I know. I know. Sean said I'm an idiot most of the time. Him and his wife are always picking on each other, too. Oh, yeah, that constantly. <laughs> I think that's how they've been married. So they've been married a long time, too. That's so great, though. Well, you got to you got to give each other a hard time. Sometimes. You do. And yeah. I've got the best husband in the world. So yes, me, too. Me, too. I'm so blessed. I really am. I they do, too. All this crazy stuff. Oh, and Paul's got a new husband, too. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost said it again. You see, I stop myself. Paul has the best wife. Because she supports him with all of these things he's doing. So um, in addition to bringing on singers and songwriters, we haven't in a while, but a lot of times we bring on. Um, authors. and Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was reading what Jamie yeah. said. Yes. Yeah, we also bring authors on, on authors and et cetera. And we have a Paul has met someone that is a cinematographer. So I think that is going to be cool. I think I've got him scheduled for the 30th of this month. In fact. Oh, really? Yeah. You talked to him. Awesome. Yes. You um, want somebody cool to bring on your show. Yes. Okay. So you have John Travolta's number? Oh no. No, I'm just. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay. So with Urban Cowboy, I have been involved with some film festivals. Okay, through oh, these awesome. festivals, I have really met some really cool people. There is a young man that writes, directs, produces. Um, he literally uh, last year did twelve westerns in twelve months. Wow. His name is Travis Mills, and he is amazing. Travis Mills. So, Why have I heard that name before? I don't know, but he well, is. Well, maybe because he's producing. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I wrote his name down. I'm going to write it down. I'm gonna write, I mean, I then, then there's a cool group of guys that uh, J.J. Perez um, is doing a series called Ghost Trippers, and he is actually he's the production manager for the Spasmatics. So, oh, I know the spasmatics. Oh, spasmatics. Yeah. So I went anyway. spaz over the spasmatics. Oh, okay, my so, God. Okay, okay, so this last I would. This last film festival that I did, I went, I was the MC and we went up uh, to Miami. It's actually Miami, Oklahoma. And I was the MC for this film festival, which is something nice. I've not done before. But hey, it was fun, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I got to meet JJ and I got, I got to be a fangirl. I'm like, oh, my God, you're spasmatics, you know? He's like, no worries. I got you hooked up next time we come to Schrader Hall. I saw, oh, you're my best friend forever now. That is so cool. <laughs> I'm going to get that to be is... spasmatics. Yeah, so you got they... to be on the other end for a change. <laughs> yes. I was, yeah, I was, I was fanning them. I mean, they're taking pictures of me, and I'm like, oh, no, I want to be with JJ. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. So do you you mentioned Miranda Lambert earlier too? Do you have a favorite country music artist right now that you really listen to that like you could say, hey, that's my go-to, female or male? Um yeah, I do actually. And I just heard him uh in Waxahachie not too long ago. Um this young man is gonna be at Schrader Hall July first. His name is Randall King. Randall King. He this this kid is amazing i mean wow. just literally he works the crowd he 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 knows what it is he knows what pays his bread and butter and he loves and he's just amazing um i actually did his version of i'll fly away at church two weeks ago and everybody's like oh my god where did you learn that i'm like this guy did it wow he, he's just I'm I'm blown away that he, he I mean he's just he's 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 amazing. Wow. Yeah, it, what a lot of people don't realize is that when you get into the into the industry, I guess of the the filming whatever, it, or especially on stage, is it's not just singing. 
it's a it's a show you have to yeah. grab people and pull them into the show <laughs> yes and and you may be the best singer in the world but if you can't get those people to jump join in with you you're not going to be doing too hot <laughs> yeah there's artists out there that i will not pay a dime to go see yeah just because they just stand out. there because i know how they are with their fans yeah and and it and i've and and i know some of them you know yeah. but i will not pay to go see them Wow. Well, I, you talked about Schrader Hall and I don't know why we've never been there all these years. I've been joking because my maiden name is Schroeder Schrader. Yeah. And so I used to always say, wow, I wonder if they're related to us because <laughs> they could be, you never know. Never but know. I, probably not, but I've never been over there. I don't know why it's not even that far. Is it? Brett, no, it's I, not. Yeah. Brett always says we should go do that. I'm like, we need to start doing more things like that. That would be cool. Yeah. And, so, and, um, and we, well, hold on. We also mentioned that uh, I heard you talking about you do like you went to market days. Yes. You did. Um, yes. Do you go to market days a lot? Um, haven't been this year because uh, usually I'm busy on Saturdays. Um, like, you know, if I'm not playing somewhere, we this weekend we're running horses in Houston. So we'll be down there at the track. Um, you know, weekend after that, I'll be in Katy for a private show. And then on Saturday, I'll be in San Antonio picking up grandkids at the airport. So we're wow. usually not home on the weekends. We just go, 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 go. Sound like me, constantly yeah. busy. <laughs> yeah. It's where you don't have a day off technically anymore, really. And I work part-time, so yeah, I really don't have a day off. That's why yeah. I was telling you my husband made me stop last night and just stop and watch a movie. So Yeah. He's like, you're overdoing it. You need to rest a yeah. little bit. My wife does the same thing because I was doing the radio show on Monday. I was doing this show on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I have two small children and my wife and my son, my seven-year-old, basically said, uh, and, and plus I work full-time. And yeah. I'm trying to write novels and now got into the writing, to, songs. To writing songs. Now it's like my time is very just none it doesn't exist and my wife's like no we we have to figure something out my son's like you can't do the radio show on mondays anymore because you need to spend time with me <laughs> that's like, funny okay <laughs> so it's i had to hard, step yeah. back i had so hard because i, I love i love talking on the radio uh, and he I, does I he does a really that, good but, job too but i have and, to um, yeah, I know. It's it's really hard not having him there. It just I, I said, uh, my husband has been helping me, which is great, but he's not, you know, he already said, he said, yeah, but I'm not Paul. I said, no, but you're great. And <laughs> Paul just comes up with all these different characters and everything. So um, hopefully we'll be able to get you on the radio just as soon as we possibly can. I've got, um, it seems like every time I turn around, I've got somebody else. I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to be contacting you soon. Like, I mean, we could go ahead. We'll talk about it after the show. I, in fact. I am the most patient person in the world. World. I mean, I just, yeah, if it's going to, ha I, I put it in God's hands. So if it's going yeah. to happen, it'll happen when God says it's ready to happen. You know, just point blank. That's how that is so it. weird. Have you ever had a feeling of deja vu? I just had the weirdest feeling of deja time. vu. Just now, time. when you said that, I literally, I was like, man, I've been here and I, I never even been here and done that i just feel like we just met before and you said those same things to me that's pretty that's pretty cool i don't know yeah, why but that's something we always talk about too carolyn is the fact yes. that it's just like you know it, it's going to happen when it's going to happen it don't will. try to don't force it because as soon as you force it uh, you know you're going to get breaks put on you're going to have all kinds of weird stuff happening yes and i don't know i don't know why but it's so weird it's like yes. if you just relax step back and just let it flow yes and go with the flow It'll right. happen. 
You know, yes. if it's, it's meant to it's happen, meant it will. To be, it's, it, it's meant to be. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I completely yeah. agree with you on that. Same thing well, with my songs. You know, um, I uh, I submitted my two gospel songs and to a publishing company, and they put them out all over the world. Um, Glorify My Lord uh, in January of this year was number 22 on the New York City gospel charts. Wow. Oh, my so, God. Uh, you know, I, I never would have imagined that. You know, so. so you actually took your lyrics and you submitted them to a publishing company. They put the music to I, it and everything. No, I put the music. No, the music oh, is okay. mine. The words are mine. I sent Glor uh, was it? Glory Train Records. Um, you submit your songs to them. You give. You pay them. You know, and it's not much. You pay them, and they distribute your music all over the world. So, um, the two gospel songs are playing all Asia, Australia, the UK. You know, everywhere. Wow, that's really cool. I never heard of them. Where are they stayed? Where are they located at? I don't know, but Vicky, Vicky's the one that hooked me up with with wow. Train Records. You know, because I have several that are they're not gospel per se, but they're Christian. I would say Christian based, right, Paul? Would you classify that? I'm not sure. Christian. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. How to they're, they're not necessarily Christian esque. Christian. Well, and it doesn't have to be Christian. They do all all genres. Oh, so, that's cool. maybe know. I'll reach out to them. Yeah. So do they? Do, okay. So they redo the music, or they just keep whatever you sent them? No, you send them the MP3s. Oh, and, and they did, distribute it. Like I said, oh, awesome. MP3s, and and they distribute. They send it to radio stations. Right. So oh, that's that's cool. that's with you as the artist. Now that does not. That's not the same, Paul, as having someone record the song. Someone else. Right. 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 No, you have to record yeah. everything yourself. You send them the MP3s, and then they oh, distribute. Oh, Glory yes. Trains in Nashville. Yes, it's in Nashville. Okay, nice, nice, nice. I might check into that. Um, I just sent uh, one of my songs to um, a lady over there. I, I think she's in Nashville just today. In fact, I sent her an email because I got a, I won a little contest and I, on one of my songs for the veterans called Carved in Stone. And so she was, she made such great comments and nice comments. Uh, you know, I thought, well, maybe I'll hear back from her. Maybe I won't. It was unsolicited. So I don't know if I will. I know it's one of the big rules. Don't ever send anything unsolicited. Right. But I thought, hey, it's, you know, the worst that'll happen is she won't listen to it. You know, so maybe she will. Maybe she won't. I literally just did it today. I said, you know what? I'm going to take another leap of faith. You either like it or you don't. Yes. And she had already commented on the lyrics that she really liked the lyrics and the story. And there was a surprise. So I thought, well. I got some advice from somebody that's already been promoting songs or pushing his own songs. And he said, well, I would send it to her. He said, because she already liked the lyrics and she was one of the judges on the contest. So who knows, maybe she can give cool. you advice. And so I asked her for advice. I said, what do I do next? How do I get this to, you know, so we'll see. It might not be nothing may come of it, but I just took a leap, you know, just another step, just another step forward. If God wants it to happen, it will. So, that's it. um, yeah, so we got to keep moving forward. That's all we can do. And if it's not meant to happen, that's okay. I'm still going to enjoy you know, writing my songs as often as I can. So speaking of songs, the next song that I want to play is called Cheatin' Heart. Now the title pretty much says it all, but tell us a little bit about that song if you'd like to. Um, I wrote that one back when I was 20 as well, just playing around. Um, and, you know, didn't, it was uh, something to do while I was pregnant, just sit there and write songs. So Yeah. Wow. Isn't that, that something? Cool. That's like me. I've written my a lot of my songs I wrote that long ago, back when I was in my 20s. And it's just weird because time goes by so fast, mm -hmm. especially when you write something like that. To me, it's almost like a um, a series of show. It just kind of shows you maybe what you were going through at that time. Not always, but a lot of times it is because it's usually very personal. God, I went through that and I survived it. I remember thinking I won't.
I'm not going to get through this. I'm so heartbroken. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And then he cheated on me or whatever, you know, you're cheating hard or whatever, but you get through it and you look back 30 years later and you're like, wow, I made it through all of that. And the, all these things I thought were just going to destroy me here. I still am here. I still yeah. am. And I think We're that's stronger than what we give ourselves credit for. We, so. Yeah, we absolutely well, are. That is it's so the truth. Yeah. And it's funny because you don't, I always talk about this. You never realize it when you're in the middle of it. It never seems like you're going to get through it. And you don't even, I don't even think you realize when you're on the other side of it, you just look back and you're like, wow, that was, you know, that's how I do anyway. It's like, wow, that, that just kind of, I just kind of kept going and somehow I made it through that. I remember just crying and, you know, but you do, you get through it, you get through it. So let's play this. This is um, cheating heart, not your cheating heart, cheating no. heart. You would, you want to tell us anything else about the song before I play it? It's just a fun, quick, fast two-step. Awesome. That's that's what people love. They love yeah. to dance. Here we go. This is Jesse Mapes with Cheatin' Heart. Just rolled into Houston. I'm feeling mighty fine. All the times you did me wrong, I'll do you wrong. great song i saw paul Thank i can you. see y'all and paul's over there dancing like <laughs> and i like that line your cheating heart won't cheat me anymore that's clever it's really clever it i don't know if i've ever heard it said like that and that's a very cool a cool way to put it Hi, before, Tim, before the song was played you know she said oh yeah it's, it's cheating heart it's a quick two-step song i'm like 
what? What? It's like cheating yeah. heart. You would think it'd be like cheating heart. You would think. You know, it'd be like you know, just a real no. slow. No, but I do like that because no matter yeah. what, you just keep dancing. Keep oh yeah. Being happy. What, what the heck? <laughs> right? It. I mean, it's like get through it. You're gonna get over it. You're cheating heart. Won't cheat anymore because <laughs> I'm dancing away. I'm gonna go two step with somebody else. <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I was picturing. That's clever. I like the music. It's got a really fast, upbeat tempo, and I can see people dancing to that. Do people? Do a lot of people dance to your songs, Jesse? Um, usually we're playing at restaurants, so, um, not a lot of opportunity. That's kind of hard to do. Yeah. Um, we played 5D Steakhouse in Yorktown a couple of weekends ago. And there oh, were yeah. There, so. Nice. We'll have to, I definitely want to go check it out. Paul, we need to keep tracks. Try to keep us uh, posted as to where you're going to be playing that's semi-close and we'll try to make it to one. I, I, we've been wanting to do that. I've been wanting to go with Paul and Crystal and my husband and I and go check out just like Paul does. I love it. I want to go check it out. And it's, you're close enough to where we have no reason why we couldn't. Oh, yeah. That. That's that's easy. That's yeah, no excuses. Sense. How are you going to jump? Uh, I always post on Facebook where we're going to be. Okay. Awesome. That's great. And um, I know uh, Vicky, who's going to be on our show as soon as possible, um, she's uh, fairly close to you. So maybe we can make a round robin and go see you and go see Vicky and then come back. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Now we just need to get y'all playing in the same spot. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. That's really cool that you're close to us. Because how far is Yorktown from us? Not far at all. Maybe what? Forty miles? Um, an hour, maybe. Have oh, you ever played good. festivals? Oh, good question. That's a good question. No, no. We've tried. You know, I don't know anybody to get me into festivals. Huh. So I just may know a person. It just don't have anybody that you know. Wow. Well, we are tentatively <laughs> planning a big uh, deal this next year in June. Um, if it comes together like I want it to. So I will definitely keep you in mind for that. Right, Paul? Because Paul's like, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That would be fun. That, that would be, be a good time. Yeah, because I, we want it to be a mixture um, of country and rock and and um, and then we're going to have some Tejano because in Beeville, Tejano is really popular. I'm sure it is there where you're at as well. So we're going to have a, a mixture. And that's the plan. Good Lord willing. You know, it's one of those things, Jesse. It's a big if we can accomplish this, it would be a big undertaking. I mean, a big accomplishment. Right, Paul? Um, yes. We've got to start planning like soon. We keep talking about it. We're all so busy. I'm like, we got to start doing something for fundraising because we I mean, OK, so I, I got to backtrack. OK, so J.D. and I have not played festivals. Um I did a League City Music Festival um, last month um, and with the Kelly Williams Gospel Show. Okay. Nice. Well, then at least you've done one. Yeah, I've done one. Just, um, that's cool. And just out of curiosity, because I ask off-the-wall questions. That's and, okay. And, I'm and glad This is going to be an off-the-wall I love Paul's question. imagination. Oh, uh, but I'm scared I, now, Paul. I, no, I know. And I can imagine. It's like, how do you go about um, – like advertising there's like i'm you know i'm i'm jesse mapes i used to i played on urban cowboy now i'm doing this do you do you promote yourself as what you did or are you just saying i don't want to be known for that i'm going to be known for my singing or how, how, you know i don't know it's like i said off the wall question it depends on where i am what i'm doing um when sean was alive he told everybody in the world Oh, of course. I mean, that's hey, my that's mom was in Urban Cowboy because it was his way of picking up girls. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, will, we will be sitting in a restaurant or, you know, in a doctor's office or what have you. And my husband's my biggest fan. And he will 
casually mention. Yeah. Um, my picture is hanging next to Loretta Lynn's in her cafe because he casually mentioned, you know, who I was. So they wanted an autograph picture. Um, so wow. yeah, my husband casually mentions, but then again, we were this true story. We were in Louisiana on New Year's Eve at the casino a few years back and I'm walking through the casino to go to the ladies room and I hear this shriek. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's you, it's you. I'm like, hello? And she, she's like, I told my husband who uh, you, can you come meet my husband? So yeah, so, um, hold on a second. Come on in, honey. I'm thirsty. Oh, that's <laughs> so nice. Um, Charlie Brown. He didn't answer the door. Charlie Brown? Yeah. Uh, he left. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I call my husband. Um, Let's go. Yeah, but um, we were, uh, so that happened. And then I lost all track of my thought. That's what happens when you get old. Believe well, me, she, I know. The, oh, the girl was screaming, come meet my husband. Oh, yeah. That's but so, okay, so, yeah, she drags me over to meet her husband. She said, I told you this was Jesse from Urban Cowboy. I can't. Man, she recognized you. Man, that's amazing, right? That, that happens a lot. Really? It, it, wow. they're, they're like, you haven't changed. We Okay, so we went to Mickey's Memorial uh, last weekend, and I just... I'm, I'm not anybody. I'm just, I'm there for my friend's memorial service. And after the service is over, I've got all these people coming up. Can I take a picture with you? Can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, but I hadn't walked in there planning to do that because I was, you know, just a friend mourning my friend, you know? Right, yeah, right. absolutely. So, but no, it, it happens quite a bit that we'll go somewhere and, you know, but my picture is hanging up all over restaurants and casinos and places like that. Um, I've learned just keep a whole bunch of stills in the car that I can autograph when I go somewhere because, you know, nine times out of 10, I'm going to walk into some place and they're going to say, hey, can I have an autograph? So, yeah, sure. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. Your because, husband, because I can't of, imagine your husband must be like your son. He must be so proud. I mean, for him to do that, you know, he's probably like, man, check yeah. out who my wife is. <laughs> he does. I mean, doctor's offices, lawyer's offices, it doesn't it's, matter. He and doesn't it's always care. the spouse that does that because. Yes. I, yeah. No, oh, I, I, hello. I understand hello, Neong. Nice to see you, hon. Neong. Sorry, my eye is burning tonight. I'm so Neong. sorry. Neong. Neong. I did it again, Paul. I told her, I said I can't pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Oh, my eye. I've got well, my. Well, that's, that's can, can, can you imagine? Because, okay, you're have you played in any other movies other than Urban Cowboy? Um, not movies, no. Um, I have been on television shows and interviews. Um, CMT did The Rise and Fall of Gillies a few years back, and I was on that. Um, I'm going to be on the country, the history of country music and dance. Um, they interviewed me for that, but as far as other things, movies, no. Now, I've had, I've got, um, people that are wanting to get me into something uh, that I've found through these film festivals. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I'm a patient person. I don't call and say, Hey, have you got something yet? You know, if it happens, it happens. If, you know, right. Um, so I just, things happen when they happen for a reason. So if right, I, right. if, and if I feel like if I do something to ch change or alter that course, it's not going to happen the way it should. 
So I think you're right. So um, speaking of happen, I was going to, I wanted to share this because I thought it was so cool and I don't know where I could not find them on my phone. I know you sent me some pictures. People would be freaking out about this. She had a picture of her at um, with John Travolta at his plane. Yeah, and that was my 21st birthday present. He took that me. That is so cool. And a picture. You said he picked you up in the limo, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I mean, he that's, that's so cool. What was it? What was he like? Is he a nice guy to work with? I mean, was he super, very quiet? Super sweet. I mean, he just, he wanted to be one of us. He wanted to fit in. So, you know, we'd go out to dinner. We'd go. I had an old 1950s uh, Chevy pickup truck that my dad and I had restored, and he and I would run through Pasadena, he'd be hanging out the window, you know, waving at the cops as we drove by. Oh, uh, wow. You know, I, I, I was pregnant and he was running around set one day with a knife and a video camera in his hand. He's like, okay, come on, we're going to have this baby right now. We're going to film. And I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, he, uh, he picked me up in the limo one day to go to lunch and I'm sitting there. He's riding in the front seat. <laughs> and I'm in the back and he turns around. And he says, Hey, you want to call somebody? I'm like, what do you mean? Call somebody um, in the car? We're calling somebody. Yeah, here's the phone. So I called my grandmother. She says, what are you doing? And I said, I'm riding in the car with John Travolta. She says, Jesse Renee, don't you lie to me. So <laughs> said, grandma, I'm not lying. So he grabs the phone. He says, Hi, grandma. And he starts talking to my grandmother. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Wow. That would be wow. so cool. At the moment where you, were you, I'm so sorry, my eye is burning so bad. Were you as starstruck? Were you really starstruck? I mean, you said he was just so nice. When you first got to meet him, were you starstruck? Like, no, not at all. I mean, I've met a lot of different people and it's just, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just people. Yeah. That's, they that's are just people, job, you know? And so, yeah. um, I've met a lot of different people. And that's what I always I say. They're just people. A lot at Paramount one day and, I walk past Henry Winkler. Oh he, my gosh. He's like, Hey, I'm like, yeah. He says, you want my autograph? I'm like, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. I, mean, I kept walking. I, I, um, I got to teach Robin Williams how to two-step and I rap. Yeah. He walked oh up, he got, he got down on one knee and, and he says, would you teach me how to dance? And I said, I would love to, you know? So, Wow. He just happened to be there and he wants. He was at the rap party. Yeah. The Bee Gees played for our rap party out in LA and, and Robin Williams was there. Oh it my gosh. Really now I bet he would have wow. been, I would I would love to meet somebody. I can't even imagine meeting any of those people. I mean, I, I try to be the same way. Cause I always tell my husband, they're just people, you yeah. know, he's like, well, you're going to call them. I'm like, well, yeah, they're just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, I don't, but I don't know. There's certain people I think I would be like, oh, my God, this is like amazing. So uh, Sean said, where is the guy who played your boyfriend in the movie these days? That's a good question. I didn't have a boyfriend in the movie. I was supposed to. Um, Marshall Tucker was supposed to be my boyfriend. Um, that's the, the the guy with the long hair and the cowboy hat. Oh, okay. Um, the first night we were supposed to film our first scene together is the night I was having my son. So they had to put Zeta Rainey in that spot. So I ended up with no boyfriend. Wow. Okay. No boyfriend because you were having a baby. That's right. Marshall was not my type anyway. So yeah. Yeah, that's baby. funny. Oh my God. You're like, well, it's meant it's not, it wasn't meant to be anyway. Yeah. So no. we do still have one more song. I want to get to it because we got a couple of other things we need to get to real quick, Jesse. 
So the last song we have here from you is called A Lot of God. I yeah. love the title. You want to tell us a little bit about that song? Um, I wrote that two years ago. Um, I just, I got to thinking, um, and you know, when Sean died, I found my way back to God. I had been away for a very long time. And, um, when he passed, uh, certain things happened with him being gone. Um, don't ever believe that they cannot contact you because he oh, I believe they can. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you a story in a minute about that. Um, but uh, when he left, uh, it, it made me think a lot. And yeah. I just I sat down one day and um, originally my album was going to be called called A Little Country, A Lot of God. I had not written the song yet. And I sat down and wrote the song. Wow. So, so before you wrote the song, that's what it was going to be called. That's what the album was going to be called. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's, that's amazing. And okay. yes, I absolutely believe we, before we did Carolyn's corner live, right, Paul, we did a series called into the unknown because we all um, have experienced so many unusual things, you know, and you're like, there's no way those are just coincidences. So I, I absolutely am with you on that, Jesse. Well, let's and, do this real quick before you play the song. Um, yes. So the week after Sean passed, um, we'd been gone all week. We came home and we were living in a little rent house. Um, and there was two bedrooms in this little farmhouse with a bathroom in between the bedrooms and a hallway. And I was walking through back and forth all night long. And last time I went into the bathroom, there was something sitting in the floor of the hallway. I reached down, picked it up. It was a bright yellow smiley face ball. I'm like, Okay, Sean, thank you. Because we'd been home and we were having lights flashing off and on. The doors were opening and closing. And he had been at our house the weekend before he passed. He took his own life. He's one of our 22-a-day veterans. Yeah. Um, so we knew he was there at the house. Yeah. I said, okay, so you left me a present. I put it in a drawer. Um, Charlie's son and my son were like the best buds. So I was going to show it to Scott the next time he came down. Scott came down a couple of weeks later. I go to the drawer to pull it out. No ball. Gone. Um, so fast forward five years, we're living in the, the place that we bought. And Sean has been here several times. Um, but that's for another story. But um, we were selling a piece of furniture. And there was a man that came by. And um, we have a little memorial out front with a headstone for Sean because I can't visit the cemetery as much as I'm like right. and the man stopped and he looked at it and as he backed up to our house to get this piece of furniture on the bed of his truck was his memorial to his son who had passed away the week before my son did but he passed away in Afghanistan um Sean oh came God. home from Afghanistan um so we sat there for two hours and talked and laughed and cried and prayed and I told him about the story of the ball which I had not seen in five years you know I saw it put it away and it was gone. The day before I'd been at a cook-off in Yorktown and I had won um, a trophy. And so I said, okay, well, I know where I'm going to hang the trophy up because in my office there's trophies everywhere. And uh, so I walk into the office and the, the desk, half of the desk, it's an L and part of the desk is a real tall credenza. So, you know, covered with trophies. I don't ever get up there to desk because, hey, nobody sees it. Who cares? Yeah. So I get up on the desk. I'm going to put the uh, trophy up on the wall 
and in amongst all the dust is this ball. Oh my no God. dust on it, nothing. That's just it. We were talking about it. Wow. I don't think I'll work this camera. Yeah, there. I see it now. I there. see. Okay. Anyway, so this ball's been missing for five years. We talked about Sean that day, and that ball shows up. Wow. Don't think that they're not with you. I, I, I completely you believe have that. to believe you really. You yes, really you do. You do. And it's like, like right now, my, um, the podcast that I'm doing right now is in my mother's room. And I just recently lost her a couple of years ago. And then I lost my sister shortly after, right before the pandemic started. And, um, there's always stuff here. Always. Paul knows there's always stuff here. And, um, we had a friend and I didn't know he was going to do this. He brought a, uh, he's a ghost hunter in Beeville. Mm -hmm. And we invited him on the show because we were talking about paranormal. And um, I did not know he was going to do it, but he bought, he brought the, um, what do you call it, Paul? What was that called, thing called? The, the ghost machine. box. The ghost, the box, ghost yeah. box. Oh, for the voices? Yes, yes. Yeah. And now keep in mind, he, his name is Mike, and he never knew my sister's name. I don't, I hadn't even seen him to tell him that she passed away. Um, he didn't know anything about it. So Paul, Paul knows because Paul was, I, oh my gosh, it was the, it was, it freaked me out. But yet I was like, wow, it, it got to validate it. All the, you know, yeah. the feelings that I've, um, but um, first thing we said was, you know, who is, cause we were hearing all kinds of voices cause we have a lot of activity in our house and we haven't since then. That's kind of strange. We haven't really since then, but, um, it, and there were a lot of voices on that voice on that box for mm -hmm. real. And I thought, well, that's just a scam. You know, somehow they're rigging it up, you know? But when the first things, when we heard clearly, very clearly, when he said, who is here with us, you hear as clear as a bell and loud. I still have the recording. Penny. And I look at my, I look and I'm like, what did that say? And the guy, Mike said, it sounds like Penny. Now he didn't know my sister's name was Penny yeah. and it was absolutely her voice. And it just validated, you know what I mean? And I just, and we went back and, and listened for hours to those recordings and Paul's wife was with us and, um, we picked out so many different voices and it's almost like they were all just trying to come in and say, hi, you know, that yeah. we're okay. And yeah. I, and, 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 and um, yeah, I mean, there are ghosts out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe it. I do. And I always believed it because of all the experiences I had had, but yeah. that was kind of like just hearing. Cause it's like, you know, when you, you know, you think you see something out of the corner of your eye or something happens, but hearing it really kind of like, wow. You know, wow, wow, wow. So I know that they're there together. I believe it. And I know that they, you know, they see us, you know, and I believe that and I will believe it no matter what anyone says. There is a, um, there was a gentleman that spoke at Mickey's memorial. Um, his name is Dan Piper. He wrote a book and they made a movie out of it. It's called 90 Minutes in Heaven. I know that guy. He yeah. gave me a copy of that book, actually. We, I met him we watched the movie the other night after we met him. We spoke to him. We talked to him about 15 yes. minutes the other night. Yeah. That is a great book. It really is. And it was really weird. I mean, this is years ago that I met him because I normally work at HUB, but I've been, I've been, I'm always the sample lady, the one up there singing. Mm -hmm. um, somehow I met him and he gave me a copy of that book. And I read that book and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it was so amazing. It and yeah. So now any chance I get, to, if I get my hands on something like that, I'm going to read it because I just think it's so interesting. Neyoung says, that's true. I believe that. And Mary said she has two ghosts in her house. I believe it. I do believe it. I really do. Well, I mean, Sean has visited 
he's visited me, he's visited Charlie by him when Charlie was home by himself. He's visited the one young man that the one the one man that he ever admitted to having PTSD to, he had met that night. Wow. They and um he visited him. So yeah. And he visited his brother, but it took a long time because Matt was like, Why won't Sean come visit me? I said, Because you're still angry at him. Yeah. And so it took about six months. Wow. All right. Who's cat's well, meowing? Because it's not mine. That's mine. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. That kind of freaked me out, too. Because I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 left my, I locked mine out. They're mad at me now. Yeah, they're yeah. Mad, really mad at you. I guys. tried to lock mine out of my audio booth, but they weasel the way in. Yeah, they do. That, that's why I have this here, because my cats decided to sit on top of my audio booth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, um. Man, first of all, let me say again, I'm really sorry for your loss. I really am. I can't even imagine. Um, but I, I, I'm a big believer, and I say this every single week, that God brings people together for a reason. And, um, you know, especially I think that anytime something like this happens, I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Honestly, I do, because he brings people together for a reason, you know. And I the do. fact that we've talked extensively about PTSD on our show, right, Paul? Extensively. Yes, we have. And that's we do that. That's why we do the karaoke show. That's why we started doing it for the veterans. Um, that's why I wrote Carved in Stone because it's about a man who went through a lot, you know, in the service. And that's just, it's just God just said, hey. Yeah, being, being in the military myself, I, I, and my dad was in Vietnam, and he still deals with PTSD. Well, with thank you for your service. And yeah. and oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, and I understand that because I was in Bosnia for 10 months. So, and we didn't do any like hardcore fighting, but yeah, I completely understand that. And, and I know a, a few friends who have uh, PTSD from the military and it's, it's, it's no joke. It's yeah. Not. I know um, Jerry specifically talked about the 20 oh, yeah. a day. He specifically talked about that. I wish he was on right now because he would be just like, in fact, we had another young lady that um, she had done a, um, it was Taylor Hughes. She did a um, benefit for the, um, what was it? Fallen soldiers up in Nashville. And Jerry was just like, so impressed. You know, he was just like, gosh, thank you so much. Cause he's, he suffers with PTSD yeah. and TBI and a lot of stuff. So he wanted to really help the veterans and he's turned his life completely. All he does. I mean, he helps people so much and he writes gospels and he writes all kinds of it. He's made his mission to and write poems. and poems. Yeah. He's made it his mission to write, um, songs um, like that can deal with any type of issue that you're having. Mm -hmm. So in other words, when you go to church, he wants to make it where it's church. Okay. They're preaching about this. Here's a song related to that. And he had a goal to reach. So he's still working on it. He's got like 20, 30 songs he's working on trying to get them finished. So he, so that they can be sent out to the churches to help these people who are suffering and to help everyone. So he's, He's amazing. I wish he was on here right now, but he's really, really busy. So let's play that that last song. Okay, Jesse. Okay. Okay. A lot of God. I love that title. I really, really do. I can't wait to hear it. I know it's going to be beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Jesse Mapes with the song A Lot of God. Check it out. Here we go. trying to find my way I hear the preacher saying straight 
beautiful song that is a really nice song i like it a lot got my god deep in my soul that's beautiful yeah and he <clears throat> he's gotten you through all of that and i kind of what we were saying you know and i didn't even consider that um you know you go through things in your life that you never think you're going to be able to get through you just don't um you know it's and somehow here you are praise god i'm so glad because we've had the privilege of meeting you let me see what um i want to i want to kind of touch on uh ptsd for a little bit um, yes, i'm gonna try i'm gonna probably try take this down and probably make it more serious um there are, there are a lot of, of soldiers marines sailors that you know they, they come back and they have ptsd like me i think i have a little ptsd but i always say i don't um yeah we how i deal with it i joke and there's a lot of people that jokes about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and if you know somebody who has PTSD or, or thinks that you'll know, try, try to get them to go to the VA to get some help, or even if they don't want to go to the VA, go to a medical facility, you know, you know, tr try to get them some help because uh, it's, it's pretty bad. And, and a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the military members that I knew, they, they joke about it, you know, and yeah. that's just, and it's, it's just that, it's that humor that you try to turn it's it a off coping mechanism, yeah. it is it's a coping mechanism mm -hmm. but it does especially whenever you're you're by yourself and you start thinking about everything that was happening and their brain doesn't shut it, off it doesn't and, and and my brain never shuts off and, and, and it, it's really it's really bad but well with sean anyway. um he came home and in three years he got his master's in criminal justice he right. wanted to go into federal law enforcement um, as soon as he graduated, that's when the hiring freeze hit. So um, he went to work for the post office. Not the best place to go to work if you have PTSD. No. Everybody loved him, um, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't admit to the PTSD because of the stigma that's in, that follows you. Right. When yeah. you want to go into law enforcement, you're not going to hire somebody that. No, no he has PTSD. So of he would not. not admit it. He would not go get help. Yeah. And it was, I would call him, he'd be parked on the side of the road crying. He, Mom, how'd you know to call me? I said, I just knew, you know, it just, he, he, um, 
he came back. He was such a gentle soul when he went over and he came back completely different. And we all knew it. And we talked to him about it all the time. And he's like, Mom, I could never do that. Don't worry about it. It'll never happen. Well, guess what? A week later, he was gone. So wow. that's what I say. It's, Watch your kids. Listen to your kids. Hold your kids. Yeah. You know. And, you know, um, that brings to mind something else. Um, PTSD, it, it's affecting so many people. But, you know, another thing, um, depression and depression in general is affecting our society at an alarming rate. We're losing these. We're losing so many people. I don't know what the statistics are, but it seems like every time I turn around, I hear of another young. And it's usually it's a younger. And, and it's kids. They're nine and ten years old. I know. And it's like, my gosh, they have their whole lives in front of them. But, you know, they they just feel lost. They don't know. There's no other way out for them. They can't deal with it. Or Yeah, exactly. For, you know, for six months, I was in that place where I wanted to be with Sean. I could do that. I was like, I was driving home from work. How fast do I have to go to hit the tree? You know, how fast do I have to go to jump the bridge and end up in the Guadalupe River? You know, um, I didn't want to hurt anybody else. Yeah. But I did. I didn't want to be there. I couldn't tell my husband because he would have been freaking out. I couldn't tell my oldest son because he would have been freaking out. Um, so my the people that I met from the church, um, one of the one of the ladies um, became my closest friend. And every day on the way home from work for 45 minutes, Sue kept me on the phone. Wow. And, you know, I never had these thoughts in the morning, but it was always in the in the afternoon on the way home. And so Sue for 45 minutes straight, we talked all the way home. Wow. Thank and God. It took me a good six months and a pastor from North Texas came down and spoke at our church one day and something he said just resonated with me. And I went up and I prayed with him and the thoughts went away. Yeah. And they were gone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know I'll see him one day. I know I'll be with him one day. Um, when it's my time, when God's ready for me to go home, I'll go home. I'm not ready to go right now. I want to watch my grandkids grow up, you know, so. Right. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's just so, and, and, and for you to be able to talk about it is, is. Yeah, that's a big, it's, 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 it's a big accomplishment to be able to talk about it and actually, you know, be on here because you never know who's going to be affected by your story you know like yes somebody else might actually have somebody that's going through this and they can actually save them you know from from, from absolutely doing like we yeah. have a comment from jamie and uh, jamie wrote a poem after she had lost her husband and she put on here that she strongly this is kind of um we're going back to the spirits but she said strongly agree the night my husband passed i had no blanket on i didn't care i woke up and i was covered up my husband hold on um, my husband basically saying her husband covered her husband up. June yeah. the 10th. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Gosh. And Jamie, I'm so sorry for your loss. Gosh, I can't even. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's oh, hard, hard to imagine, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of people and, and PTSD has such a stigma on it. And it's not even if, if we could just get rid of that stigma, PT, yeah. people think PTSD, Oh, they're crazy. You know, they're going to go nuts and they're going to start shooting up. That's nothing. A lot of times they're internalizing everything and they hold it inside. Yes. And yeah, they, you know, and there are certain cases where they can blow up. Yes. But very rarely will you hear a story where a veteran with suffering from PTS goes decides to go out and take out an entire, you know. No, that's uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. They're going to take no. themselves out. 
right before they do that and and that's just and that and that's just how it is and i I, and i really wish that people would talk more about uh, more about this and 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 that way so it's not so stigma off yes get get that negativity and uh, i think a lot of it is because they're tough big soldiers you know what i mean and they don't want anyone to know that they're that, that they're, they're hurting, that they're weak, that they're yeah. weak. No, they're, they're hurting. Yeah. Uh, the week after the incident with the ball here at the house, I was supposed to be doing a conference in Galveston for the uh, uh, Galveston Chamber. And the day before the conference, um, I went up there. I was supposed to talk about Urban Cowboy and this event we were having in January with Mickey Gilly and Johnny Lee. And that's what I was supposed to talk about. So we're standing there by the stage and we're talking, um, okay, this is what we're going to say, da-da-da-da-da, and I hear something rustling behind me. I turned around and on the ground behind me was a flattened out yellow mylar smiley face balloon. And I I said, okay, change the subject. This is what I'm talking about. And... They said, well, you know what this conference is, right? I'm like, no, have no clue. Just knew I was supposed to be here promoting an urban cowboy thing. Um, the conference was on mental health and depression and suicide. Marielle Hemingway was the guest speaker. My gosh, no way. See? And so God had put me there. Yeah. No clue. Absolutely. And oh, and I got, she hugged me, the biggest, longest hug because I talked about, you know, because she talked after I talked and they took me backstage to meet her. So, wow. And then then that smiley face falling on the ground was basically your son pushing you to talk about it. it. Yeah, Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's like his little signal to you for sure. Um, Marie said that Jesse helped me a lot last December when I lost my grandson to PTSD. Man, that is, I'm so sorry, Marie. I mean, think about it. That is just, that's two people right there that know each other that lost someone to PTSD. So, you know what I mean? It's just, God, it sounds like it's just like rampant. It is just like. I, lost, I had four friends last year lost either their sons or their husbands to suicide because of PTSD. God, I'm so sorry. Well, I want to cover all these. It is one quick. of the, it is one of the biggest uh, killers of, you know, from, from, for veterans because of that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's horrible. I just wish people would talk, talk about it more. And, and, uh, there's, so, there's, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I know. I wish there was a solution. I, I wish there was. I mean, the, there is a solution. If they would just get rid of the stigma on it, the ne- yeah, negativity the and problem. And, but even then, I don't know if, if an, a uh, soldier would openly say, Hey, I got all this stuff. And cause you know, I've known a lot of people. I don't if know. Maybe you can get them to talk and open yeah. up yes. and it will take it, it, it. I'm not saying it's easy. It's not an easy task. They have to willingly do that and, you know, and, and know that someone's there for them. It, yes. Without, just, without judgment. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. The judgment. That's the thing. I know. And um, I've talked to the, um, the um, commander of the VFW here, and he said there have been plenty of times when they've just gotten a group together, gone to somebody's house, you know, yeah. because they're high Neil you know, because they're exhibiting signs and they said, Hey, we need to talk them down. We need to talk them down. You know that. And that's why they call it a brotherhood. You know, they're yeah. there to try to There's help. A young man in Victoria, his name's McLean Rayburn. And that's what he does. He, uh, he opens his home up and has veterans come in just for the weekend, just so they can 
have a place where there's no judgment and they can talk about whatever they want to talk about. Right. Well, you know what? I've been playing, um, right after, right after Sean, um, and I was working for a dealership in Victoria and I would have these guys come in just out of the blue veterans coming in, give me a hug, check on me, make sure wow. I'm okay. You know, because they were in that same, they, they were there in that place. Yeah. You know, wow. so it gave them somebody to talk to. Yes. So, wow. That's, that's amazing. And God just keeps sending people to help you. Hey, hey, Neil, how are you doing? So I do have a couple of things I need to do because it's already 930, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Um, I would like to play a commercial from our sponsor, first of all, because we really appreciate our sponsors. Um, our sponsor right now is um, Scores Bar and Grill. It's a great place here in Beville. If you ever get a chance, Jesse, come check it out. They've, um, they've just reopened recently, so they have some really good food. Um, they do offer live entertainment quite often. Um, they have singer-songwriters quite often. Um, and I know I'm changing the subject. I'm so sorry, but I have okay. to. Tell them to, tell them to hook me up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I have to talk to them. Um, so I want to play their commercial real quick. They have a, a special event coming up. I hope I have the right one in here. Ish. Today is the 16th. It may have been today. I hope not. I think it's the 18th. Here we go. I'm going to play this real quick, and then I've got one more thing I need to do. We'll be... We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Scores Bar and Grill here in Beeville, Texas. If you haven't already, go check them out. It's a great place. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Scores Bar and Grill right here in beautiful Beeville, Texas would like to invite you to join them Saturday, June the 18th at 8.30 p.m. for their 14-year anniversary celebration. As part of their Throwback Summer Entertainment Series, they'll be celebrating with tunes from Falco and the Wolf from Corpus Christi, Texas, a 90s grunge and alternative rock cover band. It's going to be a great celebration. Make sure you mark your calendars now. You can get all the details and much more on their upcoming events by going to their Facebook page at scoresbarbeville.com. Check it out. You'll be so glad you did. All right. And I have one more thing I'd like to do. So I just started offering a brand new thing called Spotlight Artist. I came up with the idea just to give everyone, if anybody who wanted to participate, a little extra exposure. Um, so what I'd like to do now is play a video from our first spotlight artist, um, Mr. Jeffrey Nauman. Um, he is in Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii right now, which is pretty cool to me. Um, this is his song, Too Good to Be True. And as part of the spotlight artist, I was able to do the video for him. So let's play that real quick. And thanks again, um, for being our spotlight artist. Here we go. Thank you, Jeffrey. Here we go. When I saw you backstage in Boulder, Colorado With a pass I recognized From last year's show I knew I had to make An introduction And you said I know who you are My name's Anna Joe. I knew 
song from Jeffrey Nauman, um, Too Good to Be True. Thank you, Jeffrey, for being our spotlight artist. It's a new a new service we're offering, so if you're interested, let me know, Jesse. Um, 
So Jesse, anything else you would like to add? I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt you in the middle of the show, but I always want to get those in because it's like a promise that we made. So it's very important. Paul, is there anything else you would like to ask Miss Jesse? Jesse, sorry, I did it again. Sorry, sorry, Jesse. No, no, I, it was a pleasure meeting you. I, I really enjoyed the the conversation with you. It sure was. It sure was. Make it out to the Cracked Crab on the 16th of next month, and. Yes, I wrote it down. Is that your next gig, right? The 16th? At Cr- Cr- uh, next one locally, yes. Okay, and that is in, tell me where that is again. I wrote it down. July 16th at the Crack Crab. In but Fanny. what In Fanny. Fanny. At Coletta Creek. That's a little restaurant on the right-hand side, right? You get off and... Well, you go down by Coletta Creek. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Hey, that's something we could actually do. It's on a Saturday, though. I'd have to yes. get somebody to... Dang it. Maybe, maybe I want to go. I would love to go. That would be so much fun. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Um, it means the world to us. It always does. I hope you all know that. Um, I'm honored every single week we get to feature wonderfully talented people such as Miss Jesse Mapes. Jesse, it has been an honor to have you on here. And um, I hope and pray that we can get you on the radio show soon. It's every Monday night at 730. Um, actually, we can well, let's wait till after we go off the air and then we'll discuss it. Whatever Monday you're really available would be fine with me. I'll get you in there because it's only, it's very uh, short drive for you. Um, well, fairly short anyway, because <laughs> we're here in Beeville, Texas. And I wish Paul could join us, but he can't, he never can make it to the radio station. But maybe, maybe, maybe if you're there, maybe. I, I, I can might make, you know. He can might make it. He can might make it. Maybe you can tell Jason, come on, just this one time. Yeah. <laughs> So Jesse, I've really enjoyed having you here. I really have. And I, uh, I appreciate you bringing your amazing talent to us and sharing your, your amazing, wonderful story and your voice is outstanding. I love it. And your song. Thank you for having me. It's you are so welcome. I, I've enjoyed it too. And thank you for sending me the CD and the, I know the, the autograph picture is coming soon. I really appreciate that. That's so nice of you. You didn't have to do that, but that means the world to me. Thank you so much. Well, Paul, thanks so much for coming on. I'm glad you were able to Paul. make it tonight. Nice to meet you. Oh, very nice to meet you. Let me see what we have in the chats here. Let me see. Neon, have a blessed evening. Thank you for joining. Yeah, she said, thank you, everyone. Wishing all of you to have a blessed time. Thank you, Neon. You're so sweet. Say her name again. Say the name again, Paul. Neon. That's what I said, Neon. I know y'all said it right. I say it wrong, don't I? She always says it wrong. I'm bad with names. I am so bad with names. I don't... They already know. They're like, oh, you should doing the uh, the MC for over two hundred different awards that night. Wow, yeah, it was oh. fun. <laughs> I bet with all the different names. All the different names. Oh, oh, yes, I can't even imagine. That's it, when you take it back to your trailer. You're like practicing the names. What trailer? I didn't see any of them until I got up on stage. Oh no! And this is Neil Noble right here. I can yeah. pronounce that, Neil. Yay! No. Okay, so I'm disappointed. Where's Anthony? I don't know. I'm surprised he's not on tonight. I hope he's okay. He was on last night. Um, he's usually here every show because I had mentioned him um, yeah. to Jesse, but no, I haven't seen him tonight. He's not here every show, but when he's not, I always worry because he's here most every show. He's, he's but, probably there and had nothing negative to say. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope not. I hope not. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on Carolyn's Corner. I really appreciate it. And as always, I, I love you all for joining us. Um, be, uh, just remember, as you go out in the world tomorrow or tonight, wherever you're going, try to be kind to others. Share some love if you can at all. 
because we're trying Always. to spread love in our little corner of the world. So if we all share love in our little corner of the world, eventually her love will spread out throughout the entire world, right? Entire world. Right, Paul? That's right. <laughs> blessed. Thank God every day that he allows you to wake up. Amen. That's so true, isn't it? That is so true. That is, I said, Paul, what are you doing? That looked funny. It looked like you were sneaking up on me. Oh, the cat. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. We're having a cat war. Oh, <laughs> yours is a kitten. KK. Right? Oh, okay, so look, real quick. KK, um, I wasn't supposed to have any more kittens, but uh, Kelly Kenning is a friend of mine from Alice, Texas. He's a singer-songwriter. Um, okay put on Facebook, hey, I can't keep this kitten. It literally fell out of a tree on top of me and my Great Dane's going to eat it. So I uh, I, I jokingly said, Kelly, if you'll deliver it, I'll take it. And he drove up from Alice, Texas two weeks ago to bring me a kitten. Uh, like, Yeah, that sounds like Crystal, don't it, Paul? She takes in all the animals. So Neil said, still looking down at the grass instead of up at the roots. That is an excellent way to put it, Neil. That's it. Amen. Amen for that. And I'm so glad that you are. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful night um, and have a great weekend. The weekend's yes. coming, whether we're ready or not. Here it comes. Yeah. Um, remember, spread some love. Just, just say some kind things. Even smile at somebody. Do something nice. Let's just all try to do that. Right, Paul? Like that. Paul with his Grizzly Adams beard. So cool. <laughs> his beard. He used to have a beard. Looks so weird. Yeah. Jesse, thank you so much, ma'am. I really, really appreciate you being here. And we'll be in touch soon. Actually, right after this, we'll get you scheduled to come on the radio show. Fun, so thank you so much. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Miss Sarah, thank you. She always sends a nice little emoji at the end of the night saying good night. I love you all. Thank you so much. And we will see you, good Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. We'll see you Monday on Carolyn's Corner on Dolly 107.1 on Facebook Live. Same time, 730. And then we'll be back Wednesday with Carolyn's Corner Live back here. So we're looking forward to having you all. And um, in the meantime, just take care of yourselves. Okay. God bless you all. And we'll talk to you soon. Vicki, good night, sweetheart. Good night, Vicky. Are you still night, sending Vicky. that? I hope you're still sending that thumb drive because I'm anxious to have you on the show. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.